to the hop shop my name is mark and i like turtles my name's evan and i just learned a little bit more about mormons in mexico my name is andrew and i'm a hella cool dad speaking of hella i hate that word yeah well it's a northern california word so i'm gonna that word hella hold on mark go ahead and intro the top of the beer here all right speaking of hella Hella Open in Oakland, brewed by Modern Times Beer. It's an 8.4% uh, Imperial IPA. Brewed in celebration of their forthcoming Oakland Party Palace. The Hazy Double IPA is a juice monster, dry hopped with over 6 pounds per barrel of Citra, El Dorado, Mosaic, and Comet. Holy shit, what did you just say? <laughs> what he said is that this beer is beautiful i mean it looks beautiful i want to taste it i want to fondle it i want to caress its rim and thoroughly enjoy its taste well what you could do is dip a couple fingers in there and then lick the nectar right off of them or dip my fingers in it spin my finger around the rim of the glass and if it and if it you makes a sound rim. Yeah. if it makes a sound it is the sound of the beer angels crying. It's this is. It looks like the tears of the beer angels. <laughs> well, I just had a sip and it is very tasty. It's very tasty. Um, hey, we didn't do liked, a cheers. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Know what? what the right. hell? Cheers. Cheers. Nice. All right. Well, so to get back where we were, not to get too far because everybody is dying to know what the hell hella means. So. Hella, so that word actually originated in San Francisco. Um, and it was originated a while ago, but it kind of took off back in, I want to say like 05, I think it was. Um, I think Hella was around when I was in high school. Or maybe even middle school. No, high school is when it, when it really kicked off, but that was back in like yeah, 2012. Yeah, that, that was when it reached down here. So it's, a, it's, it's originated in... Uh, San Francisco, yeah, um, and then you know it kind of took off and uh, became really, really big up in Northern California. And essentially, what it means is it means like very or extremely. So some people say it means seven times whatever you're talking about, but um, like hella cool, it's seven times. See, cool. but it just means very or extremely. I know what it means, but I to me it just sounds. Very stupid. I think yeah. it's hella cool. <laughs> you son of a gun, Mark. Or hecka cool if Don't you even go there. are in middle school and your mom doesn't allow you to say hella. I um, will say that this can art is hella you're not cool. Even saying, you're not even saying hell. You're saying hella. Yes, but but that's where hecka came from. Hecka came from because, you know, the parents didn't like, you know, their kids saying hella. So too close to hell. Jesus. So it's it's just like you know, God damn it versus gosh damn it, or gosh darn it, or whatever. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. Gosh those are it. those are fairly different. <laughs> <laughs> One's actually a curse word. The other is just a stupid uh, slang term that is somehow become popular. Gosh darn it. Not, oh. not gosh darn it. No, I won't well, yeah, say no, what the I word is. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. anywho, let's hella, get back to the beer. Hella, hella, I'm, sick hella. Of this. I'm sick of this. I think this is really good. 
Um, you definitely don't taste the eight point four percent. No, not at all. Uh, it's sweet, that's an eight point four. Yeah, it is sweet though. Oh, I am thoroughly enjoying. No, I mean, it's a little sweeter than I would want. I like a little bit of bitterness with it, but and I thought with there being comet in it, there would be a little bit more bitterness involved, but I don't get much of the bitterness from it. <clears throat> no, uh, you you really you really don't. Uh, one uh, thing wait, that I this love, is a modern times. Yeah, so I love modern times because the affordability of their core four packs and like their only their core though. yeah so their yes. cores come in at like 11 bucks <laughs> this probably went for 25 for a four pack holy crap at, and this is uh thanks to giuseppe uh, oh giuseppe <laughs> <laughs> so i mean for anybody who doesn't know modern times i know they're i mean they don't distribute very far i think they recently got up to northern california last year a year and a half ago but they have a number of breweries now yeah um i mean uh i think they're what they've got brewery located no i thought it was mainly well modern times is in san diego no, where right, else do they right, have yeah, a yeah. Bre- no, I'm brewery location distribution, so distribution. no no they have they have a brewery in point loma mm-hmm. north park both in Encinitas, all three in Yeah, I know the San one in Diego. Encinitas. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles, they opened one up there. Santa Barbara, they opened one up last year. And then they just opened this one up in uh, in Oakland. And then they also have one up in Portland. Jesus. I didn't, but they I still knew they stay dist- hyper-local. Like, with what they do, they don't distribute far from their brewery. But, I mean, you can go to the grocery store and get a fresh four-pack. I mean... Um, even the grocery store down the street, you can get beer within three months or within a month and a half of when uh, it was canned. Yeah. Cause I mean, when I was, I mean, you can find it everywhere in San Diego. As soon as you go down there, any liquor store, any grocery store. Oh, for sure. Honestly, yeah. even, even up here in Thousand Oaks, I can find it at any of the liquor or grocery stores. Um, but had no idea that they had locations up in Portland Santa Barbara, Point Loma, all over. I mean, they're doing very well for themselves, and their beer is definitely. Oh, their beer is on point. Yeah, and oh, and I love. I mean, they do pretty much every style. Uh, there's really not a style that they don't do. They do lagers. Um, their lagers are usually heavily hopped, um, dry hopped lagers. They're bar- They have a barrel aged stouts and sours i mean their stouts are excellent phenomenal they, they really are i love them they are they Wait, have has modern times created a hoppy lager or a, the lager ipa yeah or? uh so they have fortunate islands which is one of their core beers that's a hobby wheat they do have oh, okay. like ice is their normal pilsner i don't think but they come out with variants that are like double dry hopped ice uh yeah and then Blazing World up until recently was an amber that was just tasted like a sweeter IPA mm-hmm. because it was just hopped to high hell. Yeah. So, I mean, they mask a lot of like these different styles of beers and then they just throw a ton of hops in them. That's what I like. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. what we all like. That's why we're here, right? That's why we're called the Hop Shop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we haven't brought many beers in other than IPAs, but 
Hey, oh, we did bring in that. Uh, Everybody loves IPAs. Hey, don't you don't Taiwan forget beer. the Taiwan beer. Come on, we changed it up. Yes, yes. Evan did make that mistake. You're right. I, I made a very big mistake. <laughs> big mistake. So, modern times, they actually do. Uh, they also are a coffee roastery. That's roastery? right. Roastery. That's right. I don't know if it's roastery or not. Roastery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They roast their own beans. Yes. And their coffee is phenomenal. Nice. Uh, I mean, if you guys can, if you guys like coffee and you guys like beer, you have to get to one of their breweries and their tasting rooms. It All of them have amazing. their little coffee shops within them and so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think all of their coffee is roasted in their Point Loma location. Is that the one that we went to? Yeah. So their Point Loma location was actually their first location, um, that they started out with and Point Loma for those who have not gone is a super rad place. Uh, definitely suggest going. And while you're there, Hey, hit up modern times cause they kick ass. Um, but yeah, super, super awesome place. They, they're, uh, the brewery there is, uh, it's hella cool. The brewery is lit. <laughs> Actually, the that one thing I will say, say that I don't cool. like about any of their locations is they only serve vegan food. Yeah. So that is one of the things about them. Um, I am personally not a vegan, so it doesn't sit too I mean, well I don't, me, I don't mind vegan food, but it's just when I'm drinking, I want something more than plant-based bullshit <laughs> yeah exactly bread <laughs> you want no, even bread has yeah, milk and yeah you're right never mind just regard that. i was gonna say you want them carbs yeah. but i mean you're getting um, that with the beer already yeah i mean aside from that they are super right place but i mean that's that's one of the things i guess that defines them so yeah i, I think their head brewer owner is a vegan so he just i mean if you look at the menu for some of their locations that serve their own in-house food they I mean, the food looks awesome, sounds awesome, but I want something yep. hearty. Dude, I want a burger, man. Yeah, <laughs> a real burger, not an impossible burger, a mushroom burger. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Um, they uh, they are, just another quick fact about them, they were actually California's very first employee-owned brewery. Ah, that's right. They are yeah. employee young. Yeah, so... I did not uh, know that. Yeah, another cool little fact about them. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a super rad brewery. Uh, you know, they stay true. Want to know something else interesting? Um, so, modern times. Anybody know where that comes from? No. So, that is... They got that based on a city that is no more. Um, so, modern times is named after a city that was... Uh, founded by essentially, you know, um, some wingnut hippies. Uh, out, <laughs> Sounds on par with out, them. <laughs> out on uh, out on Long Island, um, and <clears throat> so they uh, these people tried starting up this utopia. They called it. Uh, they were trying to start a utopia out there, and. They, I, I don't, I don't know how successful they were in actually getting there, but, um, you know, it was just a, a bunch of people that, you know, didn't really, uh, adhere to the laws and, uh, you know, they just kind of did what they wanted and, uh, sounds like my type of place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently they were pretty weird though. So I, I don't know, but, um, Evan okay, is pretty I'm, weird. well, Hey, I'd rather be weird than normal. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I guess some people out in New York, uh, other crazies were found out about the place and kind of overran it, took over. So, and now I'm trying to remember what um, what city it turned into. Uh, Woohoo! That sounds good. Brentwood, Brentwood, New York. That's right. Uh, yeah, Brentwood was, up north. Yeah, Brentwood yeah, no. down south. Brentwood, New York. And Brentwood, New York. Yep. So which Brentwood? New York. New York. New York. New York. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah. we could play that song. That's like, oh no, it's a New York. <laughs> I'm concrete jungle where dreams are made, made of. of. No idea what you guys are talking about, and I don't think our listeners want to hear you guys try and sing anymore. Uh, So anyway, that's what it was named after because I I guess the founder kind of liked the idea of you know starting up like a I don't know free spirited place. I mean, I I love it. Modern Times might be one of my favorite breweries. It's my go to. It Um, is. It's excellent. So. Well, the next beer that we have going on here is called Love and Ritual. And I don't know if you guys have heard of Great Notion. I actually have not. Um, You've told me about them. You've told me about them before. Yeah, I mean they're they're super rad. Um they focus on IPAs and barrel aged sours, a lot like Casa and um, you know, I have never seen their beer out here. Generally, you, it's one of those breweries that you only see on Instagram. Like, oh man, I hope to one day have some beer from them. Um, but I found a four-pack of Ripe and a four-pack of Love and Ritual at a liquor store down the street. Um, no kidding. And so I had to get it. And uh, right now we're drinking Love and Ritual. It's a... So their description is, this beer is a reminder of what we love about beer. Our brewing process is gilded by ritual and dedication to our craft. Hopped with love, hopped full of love with Nelson, Citra, and Sabro. Hmm. So Sabro is kind of like a a newer hop. Um, the way I've heard people describe it is it's a lot of like coconutty flavors. They call it the pina colada hop, um, which I love pina coladas. If so. you like pina coladas. <laughs> you guys are getting a lot of taste of uh, oven singing here. All right. Well, gentlemen, before we taste this amazing, hopefully amazing beer, let's cheers it up. Cheers. Cheers. Shalom. Shabbat shalom. I didn't even I didn't even sniff it. I just went for it, and holy crap, is it delicious! <laughs> it's I, it smells really good, actually. I it, saved it a little. It smells very tropical, actually. It does. I don't I don't know if it tastes that way. I saved a little extra in the can just for myself. <laughs> Bastard. Sneaky one, I am. But see, you guys, I'm the last one to be handed or to be poured a beer. You so... literally poured the beer. No, I poured it. No. No. Yeah, maybe the, <laughs> the last episode you were the last person to get a beer every time. Yeah. Not... Well, anyway. Moving on. No, you're going to get shafted yeah, no, on the next so, beer. Please don't. Great Notion has, they're, they're from up in Portland, Oregon. Uh, 
They offer hazy and fruit-forward IPAs, uh, culinary-inspired sours and stouts. So one of their like claims to fame is a beer called Double Stacked. Um, Double Stacked, huh? Yeah, see if you can pull up some information about it. But it's like a maple syrup stout. Um, what is it called? Double Stacked. Double Stacked. So they've won numerous golds and silver medals over the years from Great American Beer Fest and the Beer World Cup. Uh, Best of Craft Beer Awards, Oregon Beer Awards, and in 2008, they had the number one IPA in America. Holy crap. From well, Pace Magazine. That's I've never seen that before. So a beer advocate, their rating is uh, that this beer. This is, one? No, 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 no. no. The, the double stack stacked. that you're talking about, mm-hmm. its rating is 100%. That's, 100%? That is 604 reviews. Wow. <laughs> We so, need to get that on here. On Untapped, it's rated a 4.4 4 out of 23,000 reviews. That's pretty solid. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I think you could probably say that. Actually, you guys, this is the... Uh, that beer's lit. From Untapped. <laughs> this is the worst beer. Based on Untapped reviews, this is the worst beer that we're going to have tonight. This one? This one. This is going to be the worst beer we're having tonight. Based on yet. Untapped reviews. It is really good. You're going to get some of the, that hops that you like. You're going to get that back, that you bitterness. The, you get the bitterness. One thing that I like, and it reminds me of the Treehouse beers, is it kind of dries out your mouth a little bit. And that's what I started to like. Yep. I like a lot of the, the dry hopped ones where... Uh, dries out your mouth a bit. Yep. I think I've become more and more of a fan of that the more we've been doing this show. Um, because how many how many would you say we've had on the on this, uh, this show so far? How many? Of those dry hopped. Or like the ones that make your mouth dry? Uh, I know like Treehouse were like the biggest ones. So we had like yeah. three or four of those. Well, maybe I had glimpses of it, but Treehouse was phenomenal. Yeah, Treehouse. Like we... between Treehouse and this, I think it just really pulls that like liquid out of your mouth and makes you want more. I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to have a, another sip right now. So a lot of their beers too are uh, barrel-aged sour ales that they usually age between anywhere from... Nine to twenty-four months in oak. Um, they do a lot of the the blending with organ fruits, uh, blueberries, pinot noir grapes, strawberries, cherries, um, and then for their stouts, they do a lot of aging in bourbon barrels with a lot of roasted coffee, vanilla beans, chocolate, and then the maple syrup that the double stacked has. Uh, so. They also love their food, um, so they created a few Northwest delicacies like the blackened fish sandwich and the Imperial Kale Caesar salad. Actually, that sounds really kale. Good. Yeah. Dude, I like <laughs> kale because it's so bitter. Like it just oh, I love it. made correctly. Some kale stuff can be really tasty, oh. and. But some Caesar dressing, I could see how that would be really good. Put Caesar dressing on anything and it would be good. Yeah, that's... that's Mark, aren't you a big fan of ranch? Ugh. (laughs) Ranch is the bane of my existence. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't think I could could do do any ranch. Ugh. Um, Ranch is phenomenal. Wait, Andrew, what was in Double Stacked? Double Stacked? What is in it? Like, yeah, what's like the description? I didn't get that far. 
Um, yeah, so their imperial breakfast stout fermented with a ridiculous amount of maple syrup and conditioned on whole bean Sumatra from just coffee <laughs> from our friends at Clutch Coffee. Um, it was aged in Heaven Hill Woodford Reserve and local Bull Run bourbon barrels for over a year. So are all the double stacked? Uh, barrel aged, or is that a barrel aged double stack? I believe that's um, that's their bourbon barrel double stack. Okay, yeah, I know they make it without aging it in bourbon barrels as well. Oh, really? Uh, probably similar reviews, but sounds tasty. I like maple syrup. Uh, I like coffee. I like stouts. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like all that aged in bourbon barrels, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, so where did you say this, this company was out of? Or this brewery? Uh, Portland, Oregon. So they have two brew pubs in Portland, Oregon. Two? Okay. Yeah. And they don't distro, huh? Or at least... No, they do distro a little bit. It's pretty minimal, but... Well, I mean, like... They don't come down here. Oh, no. Okay. Um, whether or not they're starting to get into this area, but I only saw the two four-packs at uh, the liquor store, so I had to get it. Yeah, I, uh, I'm glad you did. This is really good. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. So I'm becoming more of a fan of the Sabro hops the more I have it. Um, I haven't had it until recently, which... I, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if it's just because you said something, but I taste coconut. Coconut? That's what I said, a coconut. Right. I don't taste no damn coconut. No, maybe it's just me. Maybe let me take another sip. <laughs> you taste any coconut there? No coconut. coconut. Um, turtle lover. <clears throat> yeah, because you like turtles, Honestly, don't you? Honestly, <laughs> I, I taste a lot of fruit. It does taste very tropical. I can't pinpoint coconut per se, but I get the essence of the tropicalness. Hmm. See, I get like some sunscreen in there. I love that. I love it. The Malibu rum. Yeah, I, I guess, kind of, yeah. Like the smell of Malibu rum. Yeah. 1511 Malibu. So, so, I, I fucked that up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm interested in a singing mate. Oh, it's like we're in, Malibu, baby. <laughs> it's like we're in a karaoke night. Uh, uh, not a place you want to be with Evan. It'd be a phenomenal time and place to be with me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I guess get a good laugh at you, but hey, they're laughing with me. <laughs> you, wish. you wish. I do wish. I do wish. You know. But speaking of karaoke, I think we killed it with Giuseppe and karaoke last weekend. Oh yeah. You guys did karaoke with Giuseppe? We did. Yeah. And I wasn't invited. You weren't around. Yeah, I don't think you were around. Where was I? San Diego, probably. Yeah, probably. Damn. What's this one? This. Oh. Yeah. So the next beer I opened up is Ripe, which I had mentioned earlier. Uh, Ripe is kind of like their flagship IPA. Also 7%. um, Brewed exclusively with Citra. Uh, Ripe brings a bit of juicy haze to Portland. This award-winning IPA is loaded with tropical notes of mango and papaya. That already sounds delicious. 
Yes, I it does. So. Yes, it does. I am very excited for this. So this one's also a New England style. Hazy, also from uh, Great Notion. Um, Wait, so this, how long has this brewery been around? Honestly, I don't know. I think three, four, five, six, maybe seven years. Three, four, five, six, Just keep seven. adding. Yeah. Mark, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we know that you can count that high. Well, I know it's... They're newer than a couple years old. Um, but they're also... Uh, Taking on my beer, man. Yeah, well... Hey, save some beer for me. I thought you got some already. I got none. That's unfortunate. Uh, Oh, you you didn't lie. You were going to get back at me. You son of a gun. <laughs> Cheaters never prosper. <laughs> no, it's the nice guys always finish last. Not this time. I came out on I came out ahead. Coming from a jamoke. That's what you like to think, my friend. So, <laughs> all right. So what's the name of this brewery? Name Great name? Notion. Great Notion. Kind of like Great Nation. Ah. <laughs> they are from America. Yes. Uh, actually, I will say, like, looking at both of their cans, their artwork is hella rad. Yeah. Um, Don't say hella Word again. of the day. Hold hella. Hella. No, no, word no, no, no. of the day. Hella. hella. Wait, are these guys... Did you say word these guys... Word of the day. Hella. hella. Did you say these guys are... Hella cool? Hella awesome. Did you say... He said their artwork was helpful. Where the hell are these guys located? Port and Hella, Oregon. <laughs> no, but their, their artwork is awesome. They do like a lot of stuff with yetis and skeletons. Like real yetis? Yeah. They get the Sasquatches and yetis wow. to pose for them. That is um, impressive. Their logo is like a lumberjack. They're a pretty sweet brewery. It, it's very Portland-esque. Here, so I actually just looked up something interesting that is uh, beer-related to the state of Oregon or in the city of Portland. And uh, basically, they're saying that the state counts for more than 90 breweries uh, that, and they lead the nation in microbrewery drinkers. And it's because all the damn hipsters up there. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I could see that happening for sure. But what's actually kind of cool is they're also saying that... Wait, are we hipsters? Kind of. No. Can, we, can gingers be hipsters? No, they can't. Well, you're excluded from this conversation. But I'm just glad I'm not a hipster then. Well, <laughs> you do have your hat on backwards. What does that mean? Just saying. That's not hipster. It's not even sunny out. No one's wearing a hat. It's nighttime. We're indoors and I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> it's rather disrespectful. Hey, you know what? You I've got such fair skin, you know? He just wants to cover up the red hair. Yeah, There's I would, no red hair. I would want to, too. I would want to, Getting too. back to it. No red hair. What? I've got a little red in the beard. That's just it. about it's as just red as the red shirt the you're wearing right now. No, it's just his skin this that shines through. <laughs> This is salmon. All right, your hair is salmon. No, it's not. Screw you guys. But anyways, uh, Oregon also has two colleges in the country that condones brewing beer as an academic pursuit. 
So they're they're pushing the micro craft brewery uh, as a means of education and potential for kids to start up their own craft beer and almost as if they want to kind of take over being the craft beer uh, or the microbrewery industry or the microbrewery capital. That's hella awesome. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I mean, I think it would be super cool to, I think it would be hella cool to be a like major in brewing, but it's so much chemistry that it's probably hella hard. Well, here, it's, God, oh, stop this now. Anyways, I got another cool thing. Which is thing. so fun. I got another cool thing. Uh, Oregon is actually uh, second in uh, leading the hops production in the uh, country. So, for a lot of the, I don't know what What's, types of hops that they're actually growing up they're there. they're only second to Washington because Yakima is like the the number one hop producer. Oh, okay, cool. And then uh, I don't doubt it. It's that Northwest weather vibe that they got up there. Mm-hmm. They're like the, uh, um, the, Napa, the Napa Valley, Valley for hops. Yeah. Faux show. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I found out that they um, were founded in 2016. Three years. Four years. I mean, they I said to be four, doing... three, four, five, six, oh. maybe seven. <laughs> you should have stuck with three. Yeah, well, you were right at some point. So, <laughs> a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. All right. Speaking of states and beer, do you guys know much about Indiana beers? Indiana? Yeah. No. Try to stay away from that place. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to Indiana? Indiana? No. Like I said, I try and stay away from that place. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of 450 North? Are we talking 450 degrees north? 450 North Brewing. <laughs> no, I haven't. Negative Ghost Rider. So they're this brewery. I I think I heard something about them recently. You they probably have something have. recent stupid happen to them. I mean, they've had a couple recent things that are stupid that okay. have happened to them. I don't remember them specifically, but I do want to hear them right now. All right. So they're from Columbus, Indiana. They're actually like kind of how uh, Russian River was. They were an offshoot of a winery. Um, so they hired this home brewer to, to do their brewing. Right. And obviously he comes out to the public and says how hard it was going from home brew to a commercial system because... Things don't quite scale up. <laughs> you think that's something you should know before you get a professional brewing system. <laughs> All right. So. They don't quite scale up. <laughs> so a few. A few. My wife said that to me once. <laughs> uh, well, let's give a. Let's give a. Uh, a, a cheers. Well, not a cheers. What would you say? We're going to pour one pour out one for out. Andrews. Uh, Johnson. Pour one out for to Johnson. To Johnson's. However <laughs> little they may be. It's not uh, about, it's not the, the size of the. <laughs> well, as my kids show always says, no job is too big. No 
Pups. Johnson is too small. No. Okay. What kids show is he watching? Oh, well, it says Pup is too small. Paw Patrol. They say Not Johnson. No, they say. I was. All right. Continue. Anyways. Well, speaking of Andrews Johnson, <laughs> yeah. uh, so they brew. They make this beer line called Slushy XL. Slushy XL. So it's a Berliner Weiss. Weiss. Berliner Weiss, which they're like a tart beer. Um, low ABV. Generally, they're low ABV, but yeah. the XL means that they were brewing like an imperial version. So an generally, imperial version of the. So generally, a, a Berliner Weiss is Wait, like. Hold on. <clears throat> have you ever had an imperial Berliner? I do. I have. Uh, yeah. Modern Times makes one, and really? it's really good. Oh, I did see that the last time I was down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but there's even their Imperial fans. Berliner Weiss is like at most seven yeah. percent. Um, actually, I don't even think it was that high. But so they make this line, and they just fruit puree the shit out of these things. Like I'm talking when you're pouring it, it looks like you're pouring a slushy into your cup. Um, that, I mean, that does not sound appealing at all. People go gaga ape shit over this stuff. <laughs> gaga <laughs> ape shit. So like an imperial tart beer. Wait, did we get to the ABV yet? So 8%. 8%? Yeah. That's incredible. Wait, it is inc- hey, wait, wait. Even, so, even like watered down with like the extra puree? Well, that? let's, can we get there? Well, okay. here, this so, is already starting to sound like it's jungle juice in a bathtub. <laughs> essentially like (laughs) they pure so okay this is one of so the the beer in question right now is slushy xl elephant ears elephant ears so it's a smoothie style berliner vice flavored with raspberry blackberry graham cracker cinnamon and vanilla wow so you know that's that s'more stout that we had imagine that but with like fruit and a little bit tart sounds insane so they released it. Um, there was one person who got a can of this and was like, you know, I'm going to check the ABV on this thing. Because 8% sounds like it's really high. Right. So if you, how many 8% beers do you think you could drink and be fine? Six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, if it was anybody else, I'd probably... Call not, bullshit. Yeah, I'd call bullshit, but with you... I could. Yeah, I, would say, I can. I can do six. I mean, if I drink two, I'd be feeling it for sure. Yeah, I drink. I drink Fear Movie Lines by Stone all the time, and that's an eight point five. Well, yeah, but do you drink six at a time of those? Four. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty impressive. I mean, I can. I can push it. I'll be good. So, this guy tested him, and what do you think the actual ABV was? Six point nine. That was very mature of you. No, it's a common <laughs> ABV. Two point five six. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, one. I'm upset you didn't let me guess. That was the exact number. Oh, that was the exact one. Well, you take too long. Well, that's what, what my wife says. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. All right. That's not what she says. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so seriously, 2.56? Yeah. And and keep in mind, like, there's crazy... So, well, well, 
how much would you pay for a eight percent beer four pack? Uh, uh, obviously, it's a fruited beer, so you're going to be 12, paying a little bit more. Twelve to thirteen for an eight percent. Well, if, of like this small batch craft, highly fruited. Okay, then it would probably be sixteen. I mean, probably look at twenty two. Yeah, so they were charging eighteen to twenty five. But now if they took that same beer and said, oh, yeah, it's only 2.56, you're going to have to drink three, four packs of those <laughs> to feel anything. I'm not even buying it. Well, I'm, I'm going to go no, I'm gonna be marching back in there and be like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> so they were charging like up to $25 for these beers that they were saying were 8%. That's ridiculous. What not there some sort of legality issues that they're going into right now by lying so the ABV in their beer. All right, I have. Well, okay. So to explain the law was on it, refractometer broken. <laughs> well, no, their refractometer was right. They're like, wait, but does this they, taste like water? They were yes. taking. Before. They were taking it before they added the fruit puree or fresh fruit. I they don't know. <clears throat> we don't know if they were doing fresh fruit or fruit puree, but they were taking the original gravity and the final gravity. Oh, it's eight percent, and then let's pour. F- fucking 35 gallons into a barrel of fruit and it's bringing it down to 2.56 yeah i that doesn't surprise me i mean with as much water and juice as fruit and it's not gonna it's not gonna ferment no so definitely would not all right so the law states that you have to be within 0.3 percent of the correct abv i think they they are are way off (laughs) but Here's the thing, it's Indiana. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> we talk about Indiana. The TTB set like the TTB rules for them were like as long as they were not distributing it. And you can only get this beer at the brewery. So as long no. as they weren't distributing it across state lines. Are you serious? There was no law broken. Wow. These other than lying to the consumer. Yeah, that's that's a that's breaking the law. That should be. Isn't that false advertising? Yeah. I mean, you would think so. I mean, <clears throat> I will say it's better than saying it was 2.5% and then it being 8%. Well, nobody would and buy then people, it. Well, but I then if think... you're drinking at the brew pub, like, oh, I can drink like 10 of these. Tossing them back, you're drinking 10, uh, 8% beers. That, you could get and then trying to. <laughs> yeah. So I think their biggest thing was that so they were, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> so, obviously, you know, you got to come out with a an apology, right? Or a statement. You you know, you do have to come out with a statement. I mean, yeah, if you want to keep your customers, for sure. So, Because right. I know I'm giving them both, both of my middle fingers, and I'm going to start taping down my toes to give them the, my two middle toes, too. So, what they did... You know that's offensive in other countries, Andrew. Middle toes. Yep. I'm, I'm pretty well, sure this because that would be my attempt. Well, no. Why would you want to offend other countries? That's a valid point. I I, I retract that statement. Because we're in America, and you're trying to flip them off with your middle toes. Yeah, that was rude. I apologize. I just disregard that last statement. You're so not PC. I know. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. <laughs> this whole show's not PC. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this all happened right before Christmas, and so they, on December 24th, put out, I mean, where else would you put an apology other than Instagram? Uh, (laughs) 
So what they said was, you know, same here. I mean, you could probably Facebook. They they said that, that, that there <laughs> there was something potentially potentially critically flawed in the way that they measured the ABV. Potentially. Uh, <laughs> and they apologized and stated that they would remove the ABV from the slushy line until early 2020. What does that mean by remove the ABV? Cause so you know how, okay, this is the best part. You know how like you print labels for beers. Yeah. So they actually just had a release of eight different beers. Um, all slush or seven of the eight were slushy beers. Uh-huh. And obviously I'm excited for this. So I really am. I can understand like they can't wait until the beer is post fermentation because after they've added the fruit puree, they need to have those labels printed so they can throw them on the cans and sell them. But there's a way to estimate like, you know, I'm putting this much into this, whatever. They had seven of their eight beers, um, ready to go for a thing. So they apologized and said that their next beers wouldn't have it on there. So obviously they had already purchased the labels. What better way to take it off than to take Sharpie to it and color over it? (laughs) (laughs) They really just went through all the cans and took a Sharpie and just, well, let me ask you this because. Sorry, go ahead. I won't interrupt. So, I mean, my question is because they're covering up the ABV, isn't that also again, somehow against the law because you're not. So California has one of like the strictest laws on that. Anything above, I think it's 4% or like 4.5% has to be listed on the can. Anything under that doesn't have to be listed on the can. But that's in California. What about in Indiana? So California is pretty strict about that. Oh, so And if California's at 4.5, I mean, at that point, that's grape juice. It's like, water. <laughs> Yeah, you could probably, it's a it's a fruity. Probably give that to your kids and not get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> don't you wish you were in Indiana right now, Andrew? Oh, sure, yeah, you betcha. Oh, don't you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> I will say that you know I, I mentioned that this place had a couple blunders. Okay, well, hold on. I want to. I mean, know. that's a pretty right. big Is anybody blunder. Actually, purchasing these things, dude. These things go like hotcakes. Even after they found out that it was even only after, two and a half percent. Even after people what are the? still. So you see a lot of trolls on their Instagram page, but people are still fucking purchasing these. Wow. For the 20-something-odd dollars that you said that they're selling them for? Yeah. 18 okay, to $25, people. depending on the fruit. <clears throat> All right, those out there that are buying this. And there's think, people... I wait, wait. And there's people... Jesus moment here. There's people trying to trade for this stuff still. There's no point. This is ridiculous. You don't want that shit drink. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right. So uh, you're uh, you're making it seem like there might be another issue there. So this place, along with their fruit, you know, when they first started, they were making some beers that were fruited and the yeast was still active and they canned these beers with the fruit. So obviously, what does yeast do? It eats the sugar. It eats the sugar. These beers, if they weren't, if they weren't being kept cold, they were exploding. Jeepers, cats exploding. Yes, like where were they exploding? Hold on, where were these beers all like sitting? So they have to be kept cold. So if 
say you drove down to get some extra large slushies at 8%, you purchase a case or two, maybe a case or two for your friends. You have four cases in the back of oh your car. My You're driving. <laughs> oh. You're driving home. You drove eight hours to get these beers. And then all of a sudden, pop. pop, 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 pop. All over the cars. Uh, people I were think... trading these beers. So they were like sending them in packages. And they were and exploding. They were exploding. The yeah. Wow. Holy people are th- like the postal service is thinking this is a bomb. Yeah. Terrorists. No, no. I mean, it that it's literally like fruit bombs. Like, And then these. You might as well total that vehicle. That the car that all those like all this exploded sticky all fruit, sticky. You ain't you ain't cleaning that no. shit up. Oh my god! Total it. You're done. So <laughs> insurance will cover it. <laughs> so you know, obviously between the two, the exploding beers and the miscalculation of ABV, you know the brewery chocks it down to it's part of the risk you know we have made some mistakes in the past and we'll probably make some mistakes in the future however (laughs) we always dealt with adversity in stride and we will do the same now good wait so now they're trying to send all their beers out to get tested moving forward but do you really fucking think that they didn't know that their beers were only 2.56%? You would literally have to be a fucking moron not to know. Well, you'd have to be somebody that's never tried a beer before to drink that and then think, oh, this is a beer. This is still 8%. This is an 8% hot dog. I'm going to have like 10 of these. That's no, insane. I you, still, yeah. It still blows my mind that they got away with lying about the abv whether it was intentional or not and then well that's the thing there's no way it could not have been intentional that's what i'm saying it's like like you would have to be such an idiot Uh, honestly you'd probably have to have mental problems well they should they shouldn't be brewing beer if they can't figure out the proper abv that is amazing no i mean mean, it's just it just (laughs) comes down to deceit they were they were deceiving their customers because they knew they could. Do you think this was like a bad batch and they're just like, fuck it, we'll say it's eight and a half. We'll we'll sell the shit out of this. No, because that's not the thing. They like obviously when you when you add that's like us brewing a or anybody brewing, you know, an eight percent beer and then putting, you know, thirty gallons of water in it and being like, Yeah, it's an eight percent, here you go. <laughs> this isn't watered down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's uh not not okay yeah no that's that's crazy and i mean again legal legal or legally speaking i'm still surprised that they didn't get any action or potential lawsuits put towards them well that's the thing i don't i don't know how long ago this happened but i can imagine that if there is not one in the works right now there probably will be in the future some after uh, this episode (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there, there's got to be some lawsuits pending on them. Like, for sure. I, well, I mean, shit. You got beer exploding in the back of your car. You got beer exploding when it's being mailed out, even though technically that's not legal. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes, you it makes matters a lot worse, you know? Yeah, yeah no, it's, for sure. It's crazy. I'm, I'm surprised that, uh, uh, that nobody's really 
went after them for it. No, me too. Me too. I mean, if that, I think, was probably anywhere other than Indiana, you'd be looking at a serious, serious lawsuit. Oh, probably. Oh. Yeah, but, I mean, that's definitely a crazy story for sure. Yeah. Definitely yeah. a good good little uh, pick-me-up and, uh, you know. All right, so now I think I am not going to apologize for always bringing Casa beers on because they're awesome, awesome. and delicious. Uh, and but they're local. And, and local. Well, you will never hear me complain about you bringing Casa beers on I all the time. So Mark is so. a member of the Casa Agria beer family. Oh. Just renewed my membership, actually. Uh-huh. Nice. Wow. Excellent, excellent. Well, I'm glad you did. You better be bringing more onto this sep- onto the show, okay? I think they have a release this Saturday. Oh, actually, I wonder if I got an email about the beers that they're releasing. So this one is Glancing Light. Uh, it was actually, I think we went and picked it up on release day with Joe Giuseppe. Uh, Giuseppe. For those that don't know who Giuseppe is, he was on our episode last week, and uh, he was one of our special guests. So definitely go check out episode five, um, and you will be very uh, intrigued and interested in who Giuseppe is. He's a wonderful man. (laughs) He's a stud. So speaking of that brewery, um, I want to give a shout out to old Smokin' Jays of Oxnard, California. Oh, uh, God. They are a food truck out of Oxnard. No, they're a pop-up. Pop-up. That's right. They're a pop-up, not a food truck. And so they are a pop-up out of Oxnard, California, and they are phenomenal. Wait, Holy do they crap. hang out at Casa a lot? They, uh, like two days a week. Jeez. I, Generally I Friday, Saturday. I haven't had them. We had them. Oh, my gosh. They had their Nashville chicken. Danny had the chicken. Jan, Danny and Gina had the chicken and waffles. Ooh. I had these loaded fries that were like cheese that they use for their mac and cheese on top of fries. With, I mean, that just sounds delicious. They were called jacked fries. Jacked fries. Hey. Nashville chicken tenders with Gouda sauce and pickles over smoking fries. Holy crap. So good. So good. And I won't <laughs> apologize for... That ad that I just yeah. Did. Thanks for interrupting him. Sorry. Now, Sorry. if you're I, in the Oxnard Ventura they County were, area, awesome. check them out when they're there. Oh, their food <laughs> yeah. is so good. Yeah. And the owner back of to it the is beer. Back awesome to the beer. Too. All right. Yeah, yeah the owner was really cool. We'll bring them on. All right. So, Glancing Light is an IPA brewed with Pilsner malt base, malted wheat, torrified wheat, and flaked oats for a beautifully light complexion. Hopped in the kettle with mosaic before a bountiful dry hop addition of mosaic, Taihiki, and Equinot. With a light orange hue, glancing light pours with an immediate aroma of candied grapefruit and ripe tropical fruits, followed by sweet grasses. Has just enough bitterness to complement the subtle peach and mandarin orange flavors. And with that, we shall cheers, my mates. All right, cheers, gents. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, you know, it's weird. Like, I do get a little sense of, do you get tartness in it? Yeah, there. well, 
I don't know about tartness. Or well, I wouldn't or necessarily say tartness. Maybe not, not tartness, tartness but, but is it the, like a, a certain amount of carbonation in it? Could I mean, be. I don't know. <laughs> There's something that it just reminds me of a little there, bit of a sour in a way. Like I know when I smell it, all I smell it like I smell like fruity cereal. Like I get a lot of like um, frosted, not frosted mini wheats, frosted flakes. Um, frosted flakes. <laughs> that's interesting. But I do get the mandarin orange a little bit. Yeah. Which I'm not the biggest fan of mandarin oranges, but it. I mean, it's it's more of like a fruity orange flavor than I would say mandarin orange. Before I say any more, I want to say that the beer is excellent. But it is delicious. I, yeah, I mean, it's just there. There is it's it's different. I mean, it's that's good. That's Has different. anybody here heard of Taihiki hops? No, I've heard of them. Yeah, you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Are them assuming they're uh, Australian or New Zealand? I think they're New Zealand. If New I'm Zealand. Not mistaken. Let I me mean, it sounds like it would be a New Zealand type yeah. of thing, but. And how do you spell that? Tahiki. T a i h e k e, Tahiki. If only I had like a a ding, like you know, in the ding. national spelling bee. Like if you got it correct, or if you got it wrong. Did I get it right? Uh, uh, let's see. No, you got it wrong. Oh, he fucked up. H e k e. Is that a heka? It's like, heka. it's like heka. Yeah, it's like heka. Sure. All right, for those out there listening, put heka and then hop. Yeah, this beer is <laughs> really good. No, it's delicious. It's hella good. Oh, son of a bitch. I thought we were done with that. Name of the episode, hella I'll good beers. I'll put hella at the, at the beginning. Right. I'll put hella good beers, <laughs> and then I'll put like uh, an angry face, angry emoji. <laughs> That's me. Uh, <laughs> no, very good. No, I always, I always enjoy it when you bring on Casa. What's awesome is they're right here in our own backyard in Oxnard. Anybody that's in the area, that's definitely one of the breweries that you got to stop at. You know Try what? We all need of their get, different we beers. We need to get some institution on. We need to stop at institution. There's so many great microbreweries around here that you just, there's so, we need to start getting everybody on. That's for Cannons, sure. Yeah. 14. Maybe Anagrin. Oh, even Figueroa. Oh my, they're Point Conception IPA. Point Conception, but they do they they don't brew that year round, do they? Yeah. Do they? That's become like their seasonal. I saw it at the IPA. grocery store, but I wasn't sure if it was gonna be fresh or not, so I didn't get it. No, it's that's become probably the second most popular IPA alongside Lizard's Mouth. Um Lizard's Mouth was obviously around longer and Point Conception's the newest one, but because so many people have become big fans about it, and even myself, it's a great tasting IPA. Um but <clears throat> definitely happy with this uh this casa beer you brought on yeah it's um, really good uh do you have anything else on casa or otherwise i will no, go I mean, straight we, into my uh we've already covered casa enough don't want to yeah well i'm sure casa would appreciate it but <laughs> 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 well anyways i've got some uh some fun beer facts but one thing that we're actually going to be doing and this is something entirely new that we're going to do on the episode uh, Mark here actually picked up a breathalyzer. And so what we're going to do is we're going to give test ourselves and see after having all of these I beers. I think it might be broken. That, <laughs> oh, no. Is, this, is it? What did, did you just do it? And what's it saying? It said I was 0. 0.171. Ooh-wee. That's that double broken. the legal limit. That's broken. It has to be. Because we've only consumed, what, four beers between three of us? Did you five drink beers. before? Or five? No. 
Maybe you're just that much of a lightweight. Could be. Could be. Let's let's pass it around. Well, we were gonna pass yeah, it we're around gonna, like we're a bong. Gonna a, we're gonna do a test, a breathalyzer test, and and see what we're all at. I'm gonna take a guess. I believe I am under the legal limit. And I thought I was under the legal. No, limit No, I think too. I'm. I think I'm gonna be under the legal limit. How do I start this? Hit the big button. Big button. Nothing's Hold happening. Okay. Wait till it counts down. And blow. From, so I have to wait 20 seconds. You have to wait 20 seconds. Oh my goodness. Right, do you have a beer fact in the meantime? Well, yeah, I'll do a quick beer fact. All right, so, you realize you only have like probably 10 seconds. I have eight seconds. So we'll just, uh, I'll ramble for another five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. And he's off, ladies and gentlemen. He's going, going, going. Doing what he does best. Blowing! <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? It's still counting down, jackass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not drunk, I swear. (laughs) 0.059. Isn't that below the legal limit? It is. Right. What did I say? What did I say? How am I four times what you were? <clears throat> like I said, you're a lightweight. Three times what you were. Well, see, I mean, obviously there's a difference between uh, body mass and uh, just genetics. Are you calling um, yourself fat? No, muscular. Are we or calling you bone. fat? Big bone. You guys are calling me fat, yes. <laughs> I don't think that ever came out of my mouth. Anywho, so I've got some uh, some fun little beer facts for you. While Andrew's busy blowing right now, Dude, you um, don't have to suck it that far into your mouth. Oh <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> and he, he pulled out before he could finish. Point oh eight six. Point oh eight six. All right. So, well, so here's a here's a fun little fact. So I guess uh, way back in the day, there was a certain type of code that was. Uh, established or well-known throughout bartenders at like saloons or anything of the sort. And uh, it was called the Code of Hammurabi. And uh, basically what it decreed was that bartenders who watered down beer would be executed. (laughs) That's a big (laughs) gun. So... I mean, it seems like, like a serious crime. What, 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 what? Hey, so all 450 North would be executed. I mean, yes, they <laughs> they would be gone. But I guess way back when, if you watered Wait, down what, beer... What year are we talking about? Well, I mean, it doesn't say the specific types of beer that they were drinking back then, but obviously I would I would presume shitty ales. Well, no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about what year. Oh, unfortunately, it does not say right now. I would have to do some more research on what the code of Hammurabi, uh, like when it originated and, and what was the reasoning behind it. Um, but moving on, we have another fun fact of uh, this is kind of in the cosmos. This is more uh, uh, interstellar. Um, so there's a cloud near the constellation Aquila. And basically, it contains enough ethyl alcohol to fill 400 trillion trillion pints of beer. Can you repeat that fact again? A cloud near the constellation Aquila contains enough ethyl alcohol 
to fill 400 trillion trillion right, pints of beer. I just redid it and it's 0.08. So well, I'm still I'm still the so one. I'm the highest with point oh eight eight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Maybe I'm, I had a little bit more than you guys. Did you drink before? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, one more beer fact. All or right. what did you guys think about that? There's there's a cloud in interstellar space that I say can fill. Glass it up and bring it down. Four hundred trillion Musk trillion. When you need him? Well, he's trying to get us to Mars first. Tell him to skip Mars. And we found something cloud. more important. Yeah. <laughs> Elon, if you're listening, which I doubt it, but I hope you will at some point, we must retrieve this cloud of ethyl. We need those 400 trillion trillion pints of beer. We could uh, give some of it to 450 North. Maybe it could bring their slushies up to 8%. <laughs> Touche. I believe that could be the case. What the hell? Okay, this is a pretty crazy fact. This dates back to World War II. Now, during that era, or actually, yeah, during World War II, there was a bear named Wojtek who joined the Polish army. He, his response, the bear's responsibility was to transport ammunition and sometimes beers. Good bear. That's a fucking awesome bear. Evan, First off, it's not killing anybody. <laughs> in the community, aren't you referred to as a bear? No, my name is Landfill 2.0. <laughs> yeah, no, but in, in the community. Not the beer community, but the community. Aren't you re- referred to as what's called a bear? What community are you talking about? <laughs> in the gay community, that's what they refer to hairy people. No, I would not know this. <laughs> Fuck. My friend Pat is a grizzly then. <laughs> Jesus, he'd be screwed. <laughs> no, I think it's like a term of endearment. It's just like I don't know what the other one is, but it's like either a bear or a cub. You're a cub. No, I think Mark, it's like you're, you're a cub. <laughs> a deer, or I don't know. You're Bambi. That's what they call you. I just know that the bears are the hairy ones. And you're Bambi. The hairy, manly, lumberjack types. Yeah, and you're Bambi. As soon as they get a hold of you, you can barely walk afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) You set yourself up, my friend. Anyways. You know what? On that note. We're going to wrap up this episode. We had some amazing local beers, even some beers up in uh, Oregon. Um, Definitely looking forward to uh, having some more of these beers again. Um, We had some great little banner, great beer facts at the end. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to uh, 2020 and all the new episodes that we're going to be releasing with every week. Um, Should we try and get one of these 450 slushies? I would, I'd be down to try to get one if we can bring it on, but, uh, we should, yeah, let's try it. Fuck it. Let's see what I can do. Let's see what you can do. If you can, if you can pull this, if you can pull this out, you don't have to drink that beer that's outside. Actually, I don't think we have a beer outside. What happened to it? It exploded. Oh. Yeah. I Andrew tossed I it up to me or did, no, I don't Andrew threw it, it to you and it exploded. Yeah. There's got to be another beer that we have that... Why don't we put your Sapporo up there? 
Oh no, oh, it's not Sapporo. I still have that bottle. The Asahi. Oh, Asahi. The Asahi. Yep, that's, the Asahi. That becomes the new beer. We'll put it outside. Oh, put it God. right outside here, and we will. Uh, that's gonna fester. Like honestly, if- especially because it's like a, it's a glass bottle, yeah, so it's gonna get. It's probably already skunked, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say that Taiwan beer was probably skunked. <laughs> Just, I couldn't believe it. Evan, I, I love you, I but that was that probably that. the worst beer that I've ever had. No, I had to finish it for you guys. So, yeah, it was the worst damn thing ever. <laughs> but anyways, make sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, all the different podcast platforms if out there. If they're listening to this, they've already checked us out. Well... Follow us on Instagram. That's what I was getting to. Jesus. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at thehopshop underscore podcast. This is where you're going to check out all the beers that we were having during our episodes. You can see what the beers look like. You can check out the cans and uh, even check out the breweries themselves. One of these Um, days, we're going to post a picture of Evan and ask you all if he's a ginger or not. We'll we'll take a poll. Um, Not until we get more followers, though. Well... (laughs) And I, I, I promise, I, I, promise I won't go to my personal Instagram and vote no. Um, you heard that here, folks. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned, and uh, thank you for listening. And uh, let's give one final cheers, and uh, let's make America hoppy again. Make America hoppy again. Cheers. Ah. Cheers.